You're listening to Accelerate, a ServiceNow podcast series about achieving your business outcomes, where we talk about implementing the Now platform and getting you trained on it. Hey, everyone. This is Crystal Clevenger. And this is Dee Idris. We're your hosts and excited to talk to you about training, certification, deploying, and achieving success with ServiceNow. Today's episode is the second and final part of an interview about a project service now delivered in Australia. Join me as I continue my conversation with Kearney Manohar. So we set up this system in the state of New South Wales, and I'm curious because we have an office in Sydney, if you know of some of our fellow coworkers who have used this system. So this is like, you know, like living and breathing the whole thing. Do you know of anyone? I'm, I'm not asking for specifics, obviously, but I'm just curious. So we have a bunch of colleagues who have actually used this system. And interestingly, not just from the Sydney office, but from different areas of New South Wales. So other cities like Newcastle or other more rural areas. Mm-hmm. And they would kindly send us either videos of how things were looking or um, how their whole experience was. And I should explain that I am personally not based in New South Wales. I'm based in Victoria. So this is why I was relying on videos and photos of seeing how our systems actually worked. And I I'm so happy to have gotten this feedback from my colleagues because they were also incredibly proud to go to these clinics and see ServiceNow. Even though it didn't say ServiceNow there, they knew that that was what our system was using. All the uh, messages they were seeing about, for example, when you would check in and you would get a little printout with your number on it. They knew that was a ServiceNow working in the background, printing their ticket number. They would take Uh it and then give it to the clinician to get vaccinated. And then afterwards, they would sit in a waiting area to just just to make sure that they didn't have any adverse reactions. And then they would get um, uh, just an alert to say that they were good to go now. Mm-hmm. So all of that, when people sent me photos and videos and messages, you can imagine it's a once in a lifetime experience. We don't often get to deliver these kinds of products. Of course. You mentioned earlier that you onboarded several clinics at a time, right? And I'm curious as to how many clinics we're talking about for New South Wales. So we started with the one, as I said, and then we ended up with around 150 separate clinics all across the state of New South Wales. That sounds like a really big number, actually. And how long does it take to onboard a specific or a group of clinics? Oh, you're making me dig back into my memory. So I think the first one, it took us about two to three weeks, but we got much better at it and much faster. And we were getting to a point where at some point we had like a super weekend where we onboarded, I think, I want to say about 20 to 30 clinics at the same time. And we were getting faster and faster. And then in the end, it was probably taking us about a week total to onboard them. And that's counting the training time and putting out comms and getting the clinic itself set up as well. So it's basically setting them up so that they can receive appointments and and administer the shots. That's essentially what it is. So you mentioned earlier that, including yourself, there were five main uh, participants in this project from ServiceNow. Can you talk to me a little bit more about what their roles were, what they did in this project 
Yeah, so we had our core delivery team, um, Alex Wyatt, who was the architect on the project. And then we also had our technical consultants, Chavi Shah, Vincent Zhang, and James Bonner. But they were, as I said, supported by other technical consultants and partners at various times on the project as well. And then with our sales and consulting uh, teams, training, service now support in the background. But really, when I think about it, I think it took a village to implement this project or even a small city, perhaps, because on the customer side, we had a whole host of teams starting with BAs and testers, release management, organizational change management, comms, training, reporting, integrations. And that's without counting our in-staff clinic and customer service. So you, had well. to, you had to train the folks that were going to use the system after you, you were done implementing, correct? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. What, what type of training did you deliver? Or did did a partner deliver that training or how did that work? No, we service, us as ServiceNow delivered uh, train the trainer okay. training. So uh, New South Wales Health had their own training department and we assisted them with guided tools and also giving them user guides and some videos that they could use to then deliver training uh, onto their staff. Kenny, I'd like to ask you about the ever-evolving regulations around COVID-19 and how they affected how you ran the project. Yeah, so I think like probably everyone who's listening has experienced, we were all of a sudden working 100% remotely. Now, of course, ServiceNow as a platform is set up for remote work. It's a great fit. However, we did miss the opportunity of getting together in a room with everyone, hashing out what our objectives were and how we were going to approach it. Now, on top of that, the ever-changing landscape of COVID-19 put incredible pressure on us as a team. I've actually lost count of how many times we would plan our day and know what we would be working on as a priority. And then the government would make an announcement at a press conference. So all of a sudden, we would have to drop everything to start work on some new functionality that sometimes was due that very night. Mm -hmm. So the pace that we were working with and the cadence on the project was absolutely crazy. As a team at ServiceNow, we normally have two-week sprints and then we do user acceptance testing and then we might have a release. But this project, we were averaging a daily release for a number of months. So every time the government would announce something new, for example, they might say childcare workers now have to be vaccinated by a certain date. So we would have to find a way to give priority to those childcare workers and give them space in clinics to be able to be vaccinated. And that has been going on. And I feel like it's still going on, not with the pressure that we had last year, but the changes that come and the rapidity with which they come is certainly very, um, very much present. That makes sense. So the project is has been completed, obviously, but you still have ongoing work that you do with that team or w what's happening in that space right now? Well, the project, I, I don't know if we should call it completed. The, the um, solution has been live in production for a number of months and we have had multiple releases, but we're still actually working on it. And, you know, I think as remarkable as everything has been, this is unfortunately the type of project that we're all really anxious to close out. At the moment, though, we're still working on new functionality. So, for example, Novavax was recently approved in Australia, and therefore we made it available on our platform. 
We're also continuing to provide support uh, for any incidents and problems where New South Wales Health require additional assistance while hoping that the need for our VAM product vanishes very soon. Absolutely. Well, last but not least, I heard that ServiceNow won some awards for this project. Tell me a little bit about that. With the awards, we've had a number of um, awards come the way of the project. And one that stands out for us is the New South Wales Premier's Awards for Public Service. What it is, is that it's an award that recognizes excellence in the delivery of public services to the community of New South Wales. And it can be from the public sector, not-for-profit organization, or private business. And our project won an honorable mention in the excellence in digital innovation category which again was a really proud moment for all of us. Well, Kearney, I really enjoyed this conversation. For me, it was very enlightening and it's it's really nice to see our products being used in a way that has so much impact to the rest of society, right? I mean, for you, it's in your backyard practically, right? So I really appreciate the time. Thank you again and thank you for listening. Thank you, Crystal. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. I'm Crystal Clevenger, and this is the ServiceNow Accelerate podcast series. You can find us and other ServiceNow podcasts in the ServiceNow community at community.servicenow.com. Be sure to follow us in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss our next episode.